Gone Off on a Tangent is brought to you by the following sponsors. Active Arena, Lincoln's first indoor five-a-side football venue with a dedicated sports bar. Small Beer Limited, Britain's leading cask wholesaler. Clavering's removable storage and clearance. Big Boots UK, leading online retailer of steel blue boots. Check out our socials for all the information. Hello and welcome to Gone Off on a Tangent. And trust me, you're in the right place for unrivaled, unbiased and definitely uneducated sports opinion. With me, Adam Stocks, him, Dan Taylor and him, Carl Stubbs. Good evening. Evening, boys. And once again... We welcome Tibbsy, Tibbsy to the couch. Tibbsy's in the house. Hey up. He's come back for more as the lad. Why not? Must have enjoyed it. Yeah, bang average. That's what most of our listeners say, so you just, just <laughs> might as well come from the inside the tent as well, <laughs> to be fair. Are we all keeping you all right? Yeah, good, mate. Lots of good feedback from last week's episode, so thank you for all that. Keep it coming. We really appreciate it on the socials. Enjoyed um, it last week. It was good. It was a good episode, I think, yeah. We would say that, wouldn't we? Have you got your jeans tucked inside your socks? Uh, no. Just short, just, just really short, short trousers. That's all. Oh, right. I'm in my work attire, so uh, I'm looking uh, stick a million some gel bucks. on your heels. <laughs> well, I am sat down. Right, trousers have to. Sat down. I've got uh, rugby, <laughs> rugby players' thighs. <laughs> You've got Carl's actual trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> you wearing short trousers? No, they're just Carl's. So yeah, uh, here we are again. Enjoying boys. the lighting you've put on for us this evening. Very You're welcome. Enjoying the mood lighting. Sexual. I just yeah. felt. I mean, the, the truth is that the bulb's blown. But uh, if I'd actually thought about it, we were sweating our tits off last week. So to I thought fair, I'd turn the big light off. The amount of hate that comes out of that. I'm surprised you don't have the police coming around here. So if you've got a wage, wage, either that or the fact he's got third degree burns. So anyway, I'm ever getting a tan. Looking good, Adam. Yeah. Bulb. <laughs> it in does no, double up as a tennis studio. It's a way to lure the ladies in. Me and Tibbs, you're on the casting couch, aren't we? You yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just worried you that Carl is stroking his legs. I bought that off a second-hand uh, website. I, I, the, the one careful owner, it said. Careful. <laughs> you, yeah, Bang bros. Yeah, you, you used, used By in, careful, you mean cleaned it a lot. Yeah, it, it cost a little bit less because it said it had been used in films, but I didn't know really what they meant by that. Maybe it was a Tarantino or something, Stubbs, I don't know. I've literally got You've so, so much shit for that. Yeah. I just like just people DMing me about it. <laughs> like, Phone a friend. <laughs> I don't know why people are still surprised at my lack of film knowledge. I remember years ago we had this conversation in, in the office at Smallbit, and uh, I literally said to you, you went, name a film. I bet I haven't seen it. And I went, Well, he's got to be having me on. And I enlisted some of the most famous films ever made. And you were like, Nah, uh, <laughs> no. So no, if you shouldn't be surprised that he doesn't know who Quentin Tarantino is, but uh, I watched Shawshank Re- uh, Redemption for the first time about six weeks ago. And how did you find the experience? I thoroughly enjoyable, actually. It's, it's a brilliant film. Yeah, Very it's good. Right up there. Yeah. I got a little bit emotional actually. Did you? Which doesn't usually happen for films. No, it's a good one. It's yeah. up there in the number in the top one, I would say. It is my favourite film, I must yeah, admit. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, well, it's, yeah. I mean, <laughs> competition-wise, yeah, I mean, not got for, a lot. For you, yeah. <laughs> Number two is Flipper. I watched one. That you watched when you were 10. I added it up, oh, yeah. How <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. All right, should we crack on with this week's show? I think so. We've had a good week of sport, haven't we? There's only one place to start this week, though, boys, and that is this. The Queen of Queens, Emma Raducanu, is the US Open champion. 
And that's Emma Raducanu, who has won the US Open. Wow, boys. Not related to Kanu X Arsenal. Or, or shooting stars. Uvavu. Irano, indeed. What's he on about? Yeah. I think it's literally only us that's made that uh, connection. But yeah, no, Raducanu. No, I'm but, not going uh, to mention it. In all seriousness, unbelievable achievement. And, mm. and literally the only person to ever. Any only female ever to win it from qualifying. It's insane. And not drop a set. Not drop a Just set in the entire crazy. Crazy. I mean, being the big female tennis fan I am, I mean, I, <laughs> I could see it coming personally. I mean, I mean that's the most tennis I've watched in about fifteen I've, years. I've not watched it since Maria Sharapova, and that was purely so I could have a wank. <laughs> <laughs> if you hadn't finished that with the ending then I would that's what I would have finished this. I didn't think you needed to add the ending in to be fair Carl everyone already Maria knew. Sharapova was not a challenging wank no that is correct um, oh, so we cleared that one up. So, <laughs> wow okay so let's bring he's it back let's bring it back let's pull it, in. Well. let's pull it in so it's our first female finalist since 77 she's only 18 like you said she didn't drop a set she barely dropped any games that was probably her toughest game which she'd expect to be in the final but We've got a superstar on our hands here, guys. An absolute superstar. She's unbelievable. In the, I mean, you're from the media, uh, Tibsy. She's unbelievable, isn't she, the media? It's crazy. I mean, you know, the way she's conducted herself in the media as well. You, you know, there's nothing. You can't pick anything out of what she's saying. But the thing about it this week, obviously... Especially when from, it's in Mandarin. She does it in Mandarin. <laughs> I mean, the, the other thing is that how everybody's sort of jumped on it as well. And, yeah. you know, it is just a celebration of, like, really, really good sport. You know, but Carl's she does what? Her. She speaks Mandarin. That's an orange. Yes. <laughs> I wonder what you were laughing at. Yeah, it's also well, a language. She just speaks that, in oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She that does. Was, Carl. That was literally like monkey and tambourine. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Sat there, I didn't puzzled, know what he was laughing like, at. So puzzled, like, what the fuck is going on? We're just talking about fruit. Yeah. <laughs> She's there, like, oh, Satsuma. <laughs> <laughs> she just kept saying different orange, orange brands. <laughs> Kalana, Tropicana. <laughs> so how did you think it went to Emma? Yeah, Sunkiss, Tropicana, Sunny D, Sunny D, uh, Florida, Sunny D, California. Um, just spitting oranges as much as orange facts as I've got. Fuck me. Oh, God. Yeah, she oh, speaks Mandarin, know. which is obviously a form of Chinese, but because uh, she's Chinese uh, descent uh, on her mum's side, I think, or her father's side. I can't no, her around her mum's side. Her dad's, um, dad's Romanian. But as uh, we interrupted Tibsy with this nonsense, yeah, you were saying, <laughs> my friend. No, I was saying, you know, every, everybody jumped on it. You couldn't have ignored it, even if you tried, if anybody's got social media. Um, I mean, and I'm not the biggest tennis fan, I'll be honest, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't watch it. Um, it just gripped everybody. Yeah, exactly. It was a massive tennis. I was gripped to it. Honestly, yeah, I was. Just, it was just amazing. Just a, and the one thing I'll say about the actual game, because I've got very limited tennis knowledge, was because I'm English or British. Sorry, in this in this circumstance, I was watching it, waiting for it, to, not waiting for it to fail. But it, we, with each passing game, you went, "She's not gonna. She's absolute ice in the veins. She's steel. She ain't losing. She's winning this." Mm. And that that takes ages as a Brit to sort of. Thought go actually we're going to be right here because obviously with the England football team and every other team that we happen to support, you expecting it, but she's just unbelievable. Insane. I think that's where she won it to be honest because that Fernandez head, lost her head shit. was wobbling at, uh, towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, like she's got blood pissing down at, at, down her leg and she's kicking off about it like 
Well, they said on what comms do do? that they have to stop the game. So yeah. obviously I don't know, but apparently they have to stop the game. And, and, and obviously I think the thing took a little bit longer, a bit of touch of the Neil Warnock. So let's just make sure the plastic is on over a sort of a five minute spell while she loses her shit on the other side. And then when they came back, she lost the first point back, didn't she? So you were saying about her socials. It was on, uh, I was listening earlier to TalkSport and there was a, a social media expert on and she was saying that um, she put a picture up of um, her taking the trophy home and it said something like, we're taking this baby home or something. And it got 65% interaction from her followers. Apparently you're lucky to get one to two percent interaction on a photo, and she got sixty-five percent. Really? That's how engaged people are with it. The, um, the one that she put up earlier, she was having a stroll around New York, and there's a picture like of her on one of the New York side of the New York buildings, and she was like, I can't remember what her tweet was. Her head must be spinning. I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. she's she's obviously confident. I don't think in her it is though, because she's just so grounded, isn't she? But, 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 but in like, general, but I mean, generally, like she was doing her A levels, and then. She's done eight levels. She's gone to the US. She's gone there to qualify. Ended up winning the fucking thing. It's ten games for, isn't it? It's, it's like, ten wins in and that. not dropping a set. Yeah. It's she's I the first person ever people, to do it. Wow. Seeing people but, like comparing it to things and like big like I, I've got friends that work within football clubs and and saying you know this is like bigger than Leicester winning the league as, it, as a comparable in terms of like a, an absolutely outrageous achievement which. There was something. Went there something in the week about. Apparently, she'd got her flights booked or a hotel. She had, wasn't. Yeah, yeah, to the, the, yeah, to go home a lot earlier than than what happened. Yeah. Um, that in itself. I mean, if this is not made into a into one of films that Carl will not watch, then I mean, <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> will be. Start making it now. But the, the the what what I found um, on that point, Dan, that is very interesting because what is. I, I don't know what is the, the more. I think from an individualist, individualistic sport, it's such a huge achievement that's literally never been done before. People have won the league as as underdogs before. I know yeah. not in the Premier League era, which is really hard to do, but this is never, literally, never been done before. No one's ever done this before, and in such a crowded field of professionals, to go from I can't remember the exact number, but two hundred and something in the world up to twenty third, and suddenly be the Brit number one. I mean, that is. I mean, Leicester's achievements were just this ridiculous. Is, this before. is like to put it in as a, as a football and equivalent. This is like somebody out the National League North winning it. Because they have to qualify mm. for the FA Cup, yeah. like she has. Like, I I mean, this is, that's nothing against her ability because she's clearly incredible. But she wasn't I suppose, I suppose even a seeded player, was she? Like, it, I suppose in that regard, because the year that Lincoln got to the when we got to the yeah, quarters so, to play um, Arsenal, Arsenal, the qualifying round we played Geisley, did we? And so that that would have been like no Altrincham, uh, wasn't it? Altrincham. That's not a place. Altrincham. 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 Wasn't it Altrincham? We beat him 2 1 at home. I think we might have had two. Altrincham and then Geisley. Damn it, no. But yeah, fucking hell. We went 1 0 down against that team beginning with A. Altrincham. I'm pretty sure it was Geisley because I think it went to a replay and then we scored the winners round. Yeah. But anyway, it's just fucking mental. Gabby. Gabby Logan tweeted, is this the most incredible sporting achievement we have ever seen by an individual? No sets drop, came from qualifying, second major. The only thing went through my brain and I was trying to... So witnessing a superstar live on your telly in front of your very own eyes from qualifying, won it out of nowhere, blasted it, beat everybody in front of it, unbelievable. The only thing I can... And I'm not a massive golf fan, but the only thing I can... Having watched documentaries on it, it's Tiger Woods. It's the only thing that came straight into my brain when 
we're watching a phenomenon on, on the telly. I mean, she could rule tennis. I mean, she might not. Who knows? For the next God, like Tiger Woods did. She Because she's so talented. It's just a composure. Because like when she was throwing serves up and she hadn't thrown it up quite right, instead of playing the shot anyway, which somebody at 18 would naively probably just do. naively yeah, do, she's yeah. like, no, I'll catch it and I'll go again. Just little simple things like that to have the... Little 1%. Little 1% just to think, no, that's not quite right. And just a perfectionist. There was once she did it three times and the crowd almost booed. Yeah. There was some mm. haranguing. But she knows interest. what's right for her. Exactly. She don't give a shit about no. the crowd. The thing is about the Tiger Woods thing, though, he, he was bigged up as a young so I don't know whether Emma has as well. I've not so. seen it. So no I know what you're saying, but like she, she it's almost like she's literally like come from nowhere. But she has. But, I mean, I know, there were, I read a comment from, I think it was John McEnroe, they were talking about coming up to the US Open and, and I'm sure there were a comment where he said something about oh she shouldn't get a wild card she's not done enough etc etc I know it turns out she didn't and she's won it now. exactly yeah back at you but he he Tiger Woods said in the tournament the year before he won it the, one of the majors and they sat him down he was like God knows what in the world and he was a junior blah blah and he said I'm here to win it if I'm not here to win it I'm doing it and that annoyed the golf golfers and it pissed them off I'm not saying she's done this at all but I'm just saying it's the only thing I can translate because it's a single sport, so it's not like a team sport. It's a single sport, and she just she's unbelievable. It's just as I said before, she's got absolute ice in her veins, like, like Stubbsy said, throwing the ball up. If it's not right, I'm not hitting it. And yeah. some of the shots she was playing, it's just unbelievable. And she was also touch on your point, Stubbsy. She was also making shots, making mistakes, but she was trying really hard shots because she believed in herself that she could yeah. make it. You don't in a final. I mean, someone would, I mean, oh God, I'd be that safe. I'd be in the car park. I'd even get out of the car. I'd be playing oh, mate, it that safe. We, we've seen you when uh, when someone on stage wants you to sing the John's, John Barnes rap. It's true, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> shit myself. Yeah. But did you sing it? I'd be right did now. Did he bollocks? No, I was a lot fatter then, Terry. I was, you know what I mean? It's, it's a body image it, thing, mate. That's, that's what it was. But they, they can laugh at me. It's absolutely fine. It's clearly a body image thing. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hot lights on that stage as well. Hot it? lights in here. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's a big regret, but it is what it is. But yeah, it, um, Unbelievable achievement, Even obviously. Even down to her outfit, wasn't it? That was all related to her family, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Is that, been, is that official? Yeah. 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 I, I did, yeah. Romanian cap, you can see it. yellow, uh, Chinese for the red top, and then mm. the British blue was for the scort. Yeah. Which, it, it, uh, what, what I want to know is, you know when they shove a tennis ball up, how does it stay there? In the shorts? Yeah. It just sticks no, to it's the shorts, not shorts, though, is it? It's a skirt. What, it just... No, they've got shorts underneath. What is it? Oh, so they put them in the yeah, shorts. Yeah, they got shorts underneath, yeah. And they just oh, right. took it under the, the leg bit. But it's... Um, of all the people in this room, I would have thought Carl would have noticed that. Yeah. Because look, oh, I didn't look hard that. enough. Yeah, but I, I didn't, <laughs> what, what was Sharapova wearing? <laughs> nothing. Back in the day. That's what he did. She had nothing on. <laughs> um, no, I didn't realise. I just thought they went up the skirt bit rather than the They would drop skull. out, wouldn't they? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, it's fairly impressive. They're running Fast around. Just defying gravity, she's that good. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have thought about that a little bit more. Yeah, and also she did the obligatory I'll climb the stairs, which I enjoyed. You yeah. got every tournament. And also, welcome back Tim Henman to mm. the public consciousness. Yeah. I've seen him for a while. Come on, Tim. Good lad. Well, she's he got, him he's in not the, the seven, best pundit, is he? No, he's not great. I think, he, I think if honestly, I think it got to him a bit because I think he's coached her and helped her through her career, I think. So maybe it got to him a little bit, but it was interesting. Well, that she was successful and he weren't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, for the rain, he would have at least got to a final against uh, Goran Ivanizovic. Who? Halloween tennis player. 
It'd, I think if it weren't for the rain, I think it'd have got there. Speak Mandarin as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you speak lemon or orange, Sean? <laughs> Let's move on to a topic that I put in the notes over the weekend. I just want to know that you're because we've got. Um, sorry about this, Tibbsy, and the front of the bus here, mate. But we've got three lower league football fans here. So we've got three League One supporting and an ex lower league and an ex lower league football fan in myself. How do you feel about the three pm blackout? Because it obviously the reason I put it on the sheet was because obviously there were there were a lot of people wanted it, it scrapping just so that everyone could see the Ronaldo game that I'm pretty sure most football fans didn't particularly care about. But honest, that's a different mate, I debate. Play, I was playing cricket, so I no, really give a fuck. But that that was why it, sort of the debate came back into the media. I'm just intrigued how you feel about the three pm blackout. Originally, um, yeah, I think it should stand. You know, originally, but I think every. I know there's all this massive, you know, hoo-ha, let's, let's all watch Ronaldo play his first game. I mean... I couldn't care less, time. We all no, know. I'm exactly the same. But the thing is, I think the world's changed a little bit in what we've just gone through for the last 12 months where people got used to being able to watch things. Yeah. There's an expectation um, almost now. Yes, there? there is. Yeah. And that's why I think it's probably bigger than what it would have been... Well, certainly bigger than what it was originally because nobody really knew who it was back then, but... Just whilst we're on watching the football, have you watched any of the WSL before or on a Saturday morning? I actually uh, sat down with my daughters to watch it. Did you? Yeah, I did, yeah. I wanted Tim them to, to, yeah. Not really, I'll be honest, not really. I watched, five, I watched no, 10 was minutes. It, was it West Ham, Aston Villa that was on on Saturday morning? <laughs> Snorefest. Shara Paper wasn't playing, was she? <laughs> <laughs> And that really fit bird from West Ham ain't even there anymore. That's literally the only reason I put it on. Incidentally, a female uh, football player, obviously an Arsenal player, won their goal of the month. Now, obviously, they didn't, I don't think they scored in last month. I was going to say they mailed. No, they still. didn't. They didn't until Saturday. Still, no. To have yeah. a female yeah. winner, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, not a large pool to pick from. But apparently, I haven't seen it. Apparently, it's a really good goal. But no, I, I did watch 10 15 with the girls. But to be fair, they're really young, so they just they got bored and ran off. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then just ask me if Leeds were winning, which they weren't playing, obviously, but they asked me every time. They don't quite understand that I watch every minute of most games. How did, how did Leeds get on this weekend? I don't want to talk about it. It's, it's left on, it's end of the run sheet. We'll get to it eventually. Um, so yeah, so, who's so, got more points now, you or Arsenal? Uh, Arsenal, I think. How many have you got now? I don't know. Couple, two, I think. Yeah, we're on two. two, I think. They're on three. Got one it's not going so well for you this year, is it? We had a very tough start. I think you'll find. I'm not going into it. Not going into it. So the 3pm blackout <laughs> was brought in to make sure everyone went to football matches and the lower league teams weren't affected. You boys support a League One side. You Wednesday, I know, have been getting very good attendances. So it clearly hasn't impacted you guys at all. There's nearly 1,200 Lincoln fans at Cambridge on so Saturday. is there an yeah. argument to say... Just scrap it because if you want to go watch Lincoln, you're going to go watch Lincoln. Is it is it just because be it's so like, easy? Now. Like Terry alluded to, we've basically we've had such a long period of time where it has been available to watch, you know, at three o'clock on a Saturday afternoon during the times where we've not actually been allowed in the stadiums. Some people will have got used to it. Some people won't be comfortable enough yet to go back into stadiums. Personally, you know, I I think it should remain, but I can see why. You know, people would want it to come back. To be honest, but the the issue I have is, I want I want to watch football at three o'clock. I don't like any really Tuesday nights under the lights are always special, 
uh, whoever you support. But when we grew up, level. it used to be three o'clock Saturday, yeah. seven forty-five on a Tuesday. That well, this Saturday just it. gone. There was loads mm. of three o'clock. Mm. That was the irony of this conversation: is that there was loads of three o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, it's good. And I just think that's proper football kickoff time, isn't it? It's what it should be. This week will not be though, because the European games, aren't they? Yeah, so everything just gets <coughs> thrown off completely. But why do you why? Your team plays at three o'clock and surely the only team you're interested in watching at three o'clock on a Saturday is your team. Like if you don't support Man United, what interest have you got in watching Ronaldo? Can you not just watch that on match of the day at half ten? Well, exactly. But the overall argument is you can only get, what, I don't know what it is, 70,000 inside Old Trafford. There's a millions that want to watch that's it. Fine. That's fine. That's the privilege they get from paying the director thing yeah. price. They paid for their ticket. Everybody oh, else, you. I'm just, just, everybody just else, tune into match it. a day at half past ten and watch yeah, it then. It's, it's all changed though so much because I mean, as you said, there'd be a, a, a game on in midweek at quarter to eight, be it Tuesday or Wednesday, mm. and then your game on on Saturday, and then one on a Sunday. The only thing you got in midweek on TV were like midweek sports special, and you'd end up with yeah, ice, ice skating from Sarajevo before <laughs> you got your you know you got your highlights Talk from the Milk Cup Mandarin. or whatever it were. <laughs> Yeah, you but had Champions League on a Tuesday and Wednesday on ITV, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah. but I mean, I, I do think the more more that's on TV, I think it does probably push people away a little bit from from going to games. But the other, the the flip side of that, this period where it has you have been able to watch it is, you just mentioned Adam that there's you know twelve hundred at, at Cambridge. There were nearly two thousand Wednesday fans went to went to Plymouth. Um, God bless them. And yeah, yeah, they need blessing after that. Bless anyway, um, so while there is this period where we've we've been able to watch everything, it's also you could also argue it's built up this you know real expectation for when footballs come back because crowds have not gone down. They are still going. People yeah, are still definitely. attending. So I, I think there's there's an argument for both sides really. But for me, I'd, I'd rather go if I can. I'd rather go to a game on a Saturday. I'd rather go to a game. I didn't want a whole generation of football fans thinking it was a TV show. That was my, that was years ago. That was my biggest thing is that unless you go to football games, you, I know some people can't go every week and I get that and there's commitments, et cetera, but you have to, you have to experience it. It isn't a TV show. It's, it's, it's a whole experience, a whole day. And we've talked about it loads about your rituals and that sort of stuff. It's a whole day. I, I just think we're, we're possibly past that argument now because there's just, because illegal streams aren't what they were 10 years ago when I was trying to find them. Now they're just so accessible. It's not even a game anymore. You can just find them. It's not even, even the most computer literate can dodgy, find a stream. Dodgy stick, job done, isn't it? It's what I mean. Anything. So it's illegal. Not that I, mean, I have But one. you can find it. I genuinely you can, don't. You can find it. It, it, it. You can pay whatever price you pay to the geezer down the pub and you've got everything. So just bin it. I mean, the, where, where it is a slippery slope and where I don't want it to go, is I don't want clubs to be able to sell their own rights. I've seen what that's done to Italian football. That's a slip. That is the Premier League s- still have to control it because if you start giving rights, I mean, God, the the money share difference already is massive. You start saying, to be fair to Man United, sell your own rights, lads. Then it's good night Vienna. It'll just stretch even further. They already get enough money. But I mean, if you look into Europe, in Germany, and and speaking of Vienna, in Austria, they've. You know they they've sold. You've been able to buy games on a, on a weekend on an individual basis for a while. That's been happening for a while. But they just um, do it over there. If you want to go but, watch a game live, it's twenty five quid a ticket. Yeah, capped, but that, that, that's the thing as well. There's a there's a balance, and and I think they've generally got that balance quite right in terms of you know if, if you're going to do it, let's all do it. Yeah. You know we all we all go in and we like, all go together. Yeah, yeah, we all go together. If we're going to do it, we all do it together. I'd I'd prefer it if they didn't, but if they do. 
I think, I think the Germans look after their fans well. Like They've a, got a very a different model. I mean, the, the, the fan ownership and the pricing yeah. and uh, drinking like in stadiums. Dortmund, Munich. Yeah. It's like 25 quid a ticket, isn't it? Yeah. Cap. It's it's 30 for away gap fans in the Premier League, but they don't half sting the home fans. They get stung, the home fans. And, and I wouldn't uh, even know. What are you talking now for a Premier League home game? 60 quid? Depends 70 you quid? Depends, genuinely depends on go. Keep going. Ask, really? You can, you can go to... Yeah, 90. 1900 quid. Fucking hell. That, that's that Irish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell, yeah. I think, I think um, even Norwich is something like 50 quid. So it, is, it isn't a cheap day out anymore. But I've seen what's happened. Like I said the German model's brilliant. The Italian model's horrific. I mean, you put Sky Italia on, you're watching whoever you're watching, Lazio, Rome, whatever you, and, and there's not that many in the stands, but they've got their own, you've gone Sky Italia on, obviously in Italy, go through the channel, they've got their own Sky channel. So, so if you're a if you're a um, Torino fan, you've got Sky Torino, and it just kills it. Do you see Mourinho at the weekend? Yeah, yeah, the mad bastard. <laughs> He's crazy. Italian football is so suited to him, isn't it? Yeah, it's so because he loves the tactical debate. He loves all that, but he just I didn't uh, realize Jamie Redknapp despises him so much. Does he? But he literally went in uh, in on him on League of Their Own this week, and I don't know whether he watched it when it had come back. He watch it. He was what did like, he say? I was just like, um, they were saying, oh, you don't really like him. I was like, and he was literally come out with like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure why people don't like him. He's so self-centred and just chucks all of his players under the bus, bloody, bloody, wow. bloody, just That would be the first thing. <laughs> he literally just went in and if he was remember, like, and ruins every club that he's been at or something. I was like, Jesus Christ. But if you remember, <laughs> him and Roy Keane had a massive set to about Big Mourinho's, on Mourinho's Spurs. And you watch that now, and you watch it back. Roy Keane, as much as I despise him, is so relaxed. Mm. Redknapp is fizzing. I mean, he's jumping up, physics jumping up and down. Oh, they're full of internationals. And, and Roy Keane's, well, anyone can play for the country. And, it, and you can see that that's because of Armourino, what he was doing with Spurs. Yeah. So that must be a knock-on effect from that. It's incredible, isn't it? Was it his thousand? Was it his thousand? Game on yeah. 200? I don't know. What he, what he did say was, he said he said to the players in the week, look, lads, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We could play the games like any other game, and he said after that he was he was so relieved to get Lying. the win. He did yeah. not want to lose. He was yeah. worrying about it all week. I mean, he's, he is a character. He's just, he's, I just don't think he's right for English football anymore. It's almost, become, it's it's almost become a parody him. of himself. I think. Yeah, I think he has. You know, he, he, he certainly, you know, shook the bag when he first came over here, and and he, he was a breath of fresh air. I, I I really liked him, but now I just I don't know. He, it's the same old, same old almost every, every time you hear from him now. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just copy-paste, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's ultimate blame culture within a football club, which isn't great. Um, so, yeah, so I think uh, we'll never really settle that 3pm debate. I just thought it, I just wanted to get the opinions of people and if you were worried that it would affect your club, but it sounds to me around the table that no one's particularly bothered and, and if, it, if, if it happens, I it happens. When, <clears throat> being from Lincoln, you've got... You know, when the Cowleys were in charge, they made a big thing about it being, you know, the city's full of working people and and they love the football club and it's that it is that that makes you want to go and watch it i don't think people who've grown up watching lincoln really are they, yeah obviously like you said earlier commitments make a bit of a difference in terms of being able to attend every game but i think the the vast majority of lincoln fans would want to be in the stands um Make, make so, no yeah, mistake, it's, it's, we have the strongest pyramid in the world in oh, terms yeah. of football, up and down, up all over the country, such yeah. a football in Ireland. 
all over the place. So I don't, I don't, it'd be interesting. I, I just think because it's, I said earlier, it's just because it's so accessible now. I just think you just, you're pushing water uphill. I just think it's, you, you give up now. Just, mm. It's pointless. Put some rules in place that there has to still be so many three o'clock kickoffs so not, not everyone's moving to 5.30 or, you know what I mean, it, just so they can get the Chinese market in or something. Make yeah. sure you keep some rules in place so that Premier League fans don't get stitched and every week it's some stupid time. Like, which happened in La Liga. They were playing at some stupid times that they don't want to play just to satisfy some TV markets. But, but if, they, if, they, if they do break this three o'clock um, embargo then, do you think, do you, what's your honest thoughts about whether, you know, the, the crazy 39th game will come in or something like that? Because we all know that there were a debate around that a couple of years back where they were going to have an extra game and they were going to take the team to America or wherever it may well be just to get this extra bonus game in. Do you think that'll come? I think the European Super League showing you what they think of an idea like that. Don't push us too far, I think was the response. We'll only take so much. We'll accept a lot in English football. And it's only really a Premier League issue, this, without sounding like an arrogant twat who supports Premier League club currently. Yeah, I mean, I, you know. Let other countries do that. Let them devalue their own competition. Yeah, like the NFL bringing, bringing it here. But that's, that's a different debate, isn't it? Because American franchises are what they are. And they only play. They move cross-country for a dozen games a season. Yeah, I mean, one team can be in Cleveland and Baltimore two years later. So it's not quite, you, you couldn't, um, well, I suppose it happened <coughs> Wimbledon, didn't it? And look at the hoo-ha around that. Mm. So that's happened in England, I suppose. It's, it's very Sorry, rare. I just switched off and you started talking about NFL. I didn't. Tibbsy raised it. <laughs> right, let's move on. So, Arsene Wenger. It's highly, highly unlikely you're listening to this. But can you just shut the fuck up? Sorry for swearing. Arsene Wenger, stop it. World Cup every two years? Really? Just go fuck yourself. Nah, get in the bin. Get in the bin. Never going to happen. But you've got all the players on the payroll, the Schmeichels this world. Oh, it'd be a good idea. I saw Schmeichel say, be a good idea because Denmark get more of a chance. Well, it's the elite competition of football. Yeah. It is literally, it is the one. The World Cup is the one. I don't understand. I mean, I'm, I've not looked at how they, they you know, qualify. <laughs> but they'd be the same. I mean, because you're just gonna you're just gonna push the Euros out of the way. Well, the Euros just will cease to be. Yeah. UEFA have said not happening, guys. Yeah, the Euros yeah. are turning to the League Cup. Well, South America love the Cup America. Euros is the Euros as well. Like at the end of the day, I, the Euros are brilliant. It, it comes around every four years, and it's and the hype around it. Yeah, when it finishes, you're like, "Fuck, got to wait another four years for that." But that's, that's part of it. So good. Yeah, it's what makes it so good. So it is one of those things where you just it's just you have a to thing. Leave isn't it. It's not broke. Don't Cup. fix it. Fucking <clears throat> leave it alone. A World Cup is just every four years. The Olympics the is just every four years. Yeah. It's just, it's just the rules. It's right. written into history. Yeah. It's the pinnacle. Leave it alone, you yeah. moron. It, it, it's, I'm not going to lose any sleep over footballers, but you can't ask them to play. I mean, they're already playing ridiculous amount of games. You can't ask them to play a World Cup every two years as well. It's not just that. It's like yeah. every sport, cricket, World Cup is every four years. Yeah. The, it's just the rules, isn't it? Rugby. So if, World you change, if you change, every if you change one World Cup... Does that then set a precedent for the others to start changing? Well, the Olympics as well? have kicked off. Olympics have said this is a don't this do it. Bullshit, yeah. We don't want it. We we we. It's 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 it like like Stubbsy's very well said. It's in each sport and it's every four years and it's the pinnacle. End of. But we know where this is coming from. Suddenly, South America goes no, no, we're not doing this. Europe goes no, not doing it. They're the two strongest areas, especially mm. for, for, for obviously for football. Suddenly, you've got all these little little FAs going. Yeah, we'll have a bit of this. 
Well, we can what do qualifying every 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 cup every year. Well, right, okay, and we get more money. Yeah, yeah, just check it. Yeah, get more money. Great, great, good, good, happy days. It's just we we see you guys. We see right through it. It's pathetic. And Arsene Wenger, who who by the way never wanted his players to go and play international games. Him yeah. and Ferguson were famous for it. Fucking now he's on the other side of the tent, pissing in, and he and he's happy. There's been a lot of stupid things said in football. Super League being the ultimate stupid thing that's ever come out in the last ten years or what have you. But this is pretty. This is up there. Isn't it? It's pretty close, isn't it? It's up there, isn't it? Just fucking idiots. There's too many international games as it is now. I mean, there's bloody two more international breaks coming up in the next month and a bit. Mad. Yeah, they're catching up, aren't they? Tried to like Try shoot, catch up, yeah. shoot. When's the next three in? And the, when's the winter break? Is that this October. winter? It's one October. It's one November coming yeah. up. Is it the World Cup? Is it the World Cup in Qatar? Is that this winter or next, next winter? Next winter. Next with qualifying for it now. But that's right. Yeah. The, 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 you look at it as well more broadly. Nobody's giving an inch. So we talked last week about the Brazilian Argentinian thing. That's because no one's giving an inch. No no FA's giving anything. The Premier League want to play their games. I understand the FA do. Carabao want their games on for the cup. Internationals. This that. Everyone wants their games. We spoke about game load in a previous pod as well, but. It's going to become more and more and more, and it's just going to just it, the the players aren't fucking su- superhuman or robots, are they? Like at the end of the day, they, they have to look after the players, and and yeah, you want an elite, you, you want elite tournament competition all the time. It's not going to be elite if you're fucking killing the players that are fucking playing in it. This isn't just a an elite level thing either. There's too many games at your level, boys. Oh yeah, far too oh, many yeah, games yeah, at your yeah. level. Yeah. Well, it's, you're asked to put a first team out for a Papa John's game. Yeah. The Premier League teams aren't they put twenty threes in or whatever? It's ridiculous. And yeah. not all, not all the Premier League teams either. That's another, no, no, it's selection. Isn't <laughs> that's it? another conversation. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying in general, you're overloaded. Yeah. You start really early in the FA Cup for obvious reasons. Really early in the League Cup. It's for teams like Lincoln who League. have got such small squads in the first place. Mm. We, exactly. We operate on such a tight ship; it's ridiculous. And we they want to play that. Well, the, the, the higher ups will want them played because they want the cash and the attendances and everything's good with it. But something has to give. The thing, the thing is though, while while you know FIFA is saying, "Oh, it's great; it'd be great to have it every two years." I think you're you. you it, it's playing a dangerous game in that they're almost on the cliff of diluting it, mm. diluting the importance of it, and diluting the passion of what what the World Cups become. Yeah. Yeah. Because look at where we are in this country now around international football. You know, go back to the last World Cup. We'll not go back much further than that. Um, but like right now, we look forward to every every tournament because of where England are at. Yeah. We're looking forward to the World Cup. Yeah. You know. It's coming uh, home at the it, end of the day. Yeah, well, it, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> look at where we are. So Starting yeah, to believe the, it already. Yeah. I mean, I mean, is, I mean, is that why all the comments are coming out and seem, seemingly being pushed into our media at the minute mm. to try and sort of sway people's opinion because we're in a good place right now? You know, so that maybe there might be a little bit of opinion going in favour of it. I don't know. But for me, nah. Any nah. deeply ingrained football fan ain't going to entertain this at all. It'll, anyone who does start to en- en- you know, entertain the even the very prospect of it will be the kind of bandwagon tournament jumpers that think, oh yeah, this is fucking great. I could have a bit of this every two years. And then actually, when you break it down and the, the reasons behind it, and it's just not, it, it's a non-starter for me. If you're popping nails in a coffin, the first one's already in, which was moving it from summer to winter. That's the first nail that just popped in the coffin there. Yeah. We're going to move it. so to, weird. It's going to be in the winter, which is going to be horrific. You're going to be it's watching, ruin Christmas watching England at like my, when it's like minus four outside. Uh, your Christmas party. Soaked in beer, like walking home, <laughs> shivering. Because it's a summer thing. We all know this. They've, they've, each, each time they seem to pick the nation, it's 
a morally questionable nation and they've mm. peaked now with Qatar without going into it. Yeah, because we're just popping when nails it, when, it was, when it was Russia, it was like, ooh, dodgy. And, and then, then all the media boys oh, on no. all the shows, oh, it's great. Don't believe the hype, blah, blah, blah. Come on. It's like Partridge would say, they've rebadged it, you fool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You know, they know what they're doing. It's ridiculous. They might as well have one in North Korea. They did. Don't, right. don't. South. I'm South Korea. All right. don't More clap. geography lessons from Carl Stubbs. <laughs> Right part of the world, to be fair. What do they speak of there? Do they speak lemon Mandarin. or mandarin? mandarin? Mandarin is good. It's good, good, good to know. The social media ridiculousness of Ronaldo. We, the first thing, you know, you not heard, you yeah. not seen anything about him. It's no, been no. quiet, isn't it? Yeah. The first thing, I don't know who said it when when, when you walked in earlier, but um, the joke. updates. It was you, wasn't it? It's yeah. Cricket. Yeah, it was you. Mate, I, I was literally, I was playing cricket on Saturday and fielding on the boundary and my, my eye, my my Apple Watch picked up my iPhone Humble signal bag. and you get a buzz and you're like, oh, oh, at least Sky Sports have just let me know that Ronaldo's warming up. Left sock on, tweet it. Just like, lads, lads, the right socks out. on, tweet it. It's just relentless. Ooh, and it's just like, shorts are on, tweet it. <laughs> scratching his balls, tweet it. Which nut is it? Which nut? Make sure that's in the tweet. Left nut, left nut, go with the left nut. It's ridiculous. All week it was arrived at training. Rives here. Rives there. It's Picks quite, his kids up from school. It's quite a big thing. It's not as big as you think it is. I'm it, fairly confident. It's great. It is great for the Prem. I'm not denying You're literally that. saying but last week just, how good it is for the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. Back. Oh, so it, I couldn't care less. Not, not to well, I was. I, it, it was it, over. It, you were. Yeah, I know yeah, you were. It is great for the Prem, and I don't dispute that. But it's the fact that I mean, I don't need to know that he's fucking warming up. Yes, but people do. But yeah, but that's the no, thing. They, Think about who does want to know. Yeah, well, a man turns up and goes to work. Fucking Absolute yeah. wank puffins want to know. Seriously, that's who wants to know. Yeah, and that's, that's with that's, stupid that's, avatars. That's and, who pays their bills. So of course they're going to milk the shit out of it. It's ridiculous. Grown ass men in Ronaldo shirts waiting hours to see him get off a bus. God, fuck off. On oh, that geezer that fucking waited at the training ground. <laughs> My favourite video <laughs> of the week. With his, with his self-made fruit of the loom. I've got a selfie with his son and his mum, but not with Ronaldo. I'm going to wait here until I get one. And then he fucking stops. How did he get a selfie with his son? <laughs> a bit weird. That. It's a bit odd that. From a professional opinion, Tibbs, you guys worked in sports media. Go on then. Well, I can see why Man United do what they do. Because at the end of that's the day, that's a separate issue. That, but, and that's, that's a separate but, you know, issue. Look, looking at it, give it a that, rest, John. Yeah, like, I tell you what, yeah. I feel, I feel Turn sorry for stuff. him. Fucking hell, he's, he'll be plugged into every phone charger he can see. <laughs> from have one in every room. His phone must be going fucking mental. I mean, I, I you know, I, I can see it from that point of view, and and for somebody working at a football club, it's an absolute dream because mm. the work almost does itself. You oh, you know yeah. you. you just got to make but, sure you don't spell it. You hit your yeah, engagement yeah. numbers, don't you? That's oh, for sure. absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. You'll get yeah, there were, there, were, there were some stats a couple of days ago about how many tweets they'd done on, on Ronaldo and and that and, and the amount of people that have liked it. It's, the numbers are absolutely astronomical. Yeah. It's crazy. So you can see why he they do it. He has such a pull on that side of things. And like you say, you can't blame Manu for doing it. It's just for someone, the overall who, media. someone who doesn't really care. It's just like fucking give it. A just, rest. just like, I see people but that, fucking but muting. But that's the thing, though, about muting the, Ronaldo on Twitter and just trying, just fucking get off my feed. I just don't want to see any more. Like, I know he's gone there, but I think it's an example, and and they're not. This isn't the only situation I've noticed it on. So driving around as we do all day, um, doing the jobs we do, you drive oh, around all day, and I flip between different radio stations and podcasts and stuff. But talk sport uh, as an example 
is basically Arsenal FM. Whenever they can get a jab in of Arsenal, they'll get um, ex-Arsenal players on. What do you think? They'll get they'll do features, and it's just, it's just but it's overkill and it's boring to to a general sport lover. And I think this was just it amplified, and I just think that's a really interesting example of of stop it. It's a bit far now because they'll keep going and going and going, won't they? It's not going to stop to the point now <clears throat> where on Talk Sport as another example, they've started saying in each feature, "Oh no, we've talked about it a lot," so they're even aware of it. Yeah, even in the media. I mean, I, can, I can, like I say, I can understand clubs doing it. I can understand media from overseas doing it. You know, I can understand that. But as we said last week, Ronaldo's been here before. I'm not playing his role down. He's one hell of a footballer. There's no doubt. But come on, come on, just leave it. You know, his signing's great. I get when players turn up and you see them in the car when they're coming to sign or they go, you know, rock up at the training ground for the medical. That's happened. We live in that world already. I mean, we all know of the Harry Redknapp videos of him, you know, being being in his car, and I'll not mention of things being thrown around because I'll leave Carl for that one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so we do sort of live in that world. But once the signing's done, well, leave him to play because at the end of the day, that's why everybody wants to watch what he watch him because of what he can do on the football pitch Easy not how he drive way. not how he drives his car very fastly past the stalker well that from the, from as well the, from the video evidence but you know what i mean he's yeah. not he's not earning whatever however many hundreds of thousands it is a week because of how, how he drives his car yes the car is a byproduct of what he does on the football pitch of course it is but you know leave it now leave it focus on the football leave everything else on the flip side of this debut, argument wasn't it unbelievable on the flip side of this argument as well it's possibly the best PR move any football club's ever made. I can't, honestly, on the top of my head, but I can't think of another one but they were that's as strong as this. But they were talking about that when he went to Juve, though. You know, they were like, this how on earth life. can it? Oh, it is. But when he went there, they were saying, oh, how on earth can they afford him? All, with all the troubles that's gone off in, in Italy with money and, you know, clubs going to the wall. All, because you know, as soon as you sign someone, somebody like that, the shirts, are, they sell themselves, don't they? He's an unbelievable footballer, and it was a hell of a second debut, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Man United. I thought he just made a difference to Man United. I haven't watched anything back because I just turned it all off. Because I wanted match to watch it. day on Saturday night, and I thought, well, obviously, it's, it's got you engaged. Then you used to watch it. It's got you back watching some. It's got no. I just flicked on match of the day because it's it's a big thing, isn't it? I just wanted to see it. That I, I well the Newcastle keeper though, sorry. Oh, he's had a shocker yeah, for both of his goals. Yeah, an absolute shocker. I'm not saying that anything was... The fourth goal was class, though. I don't know, I can't remember who scored it, but what a goal that was. I've not seen it, to be fair. Sorry. I stayed... Okay, Possibly right, Lingard, but I might be wrong. Yeah, it were. Yeah, it were. But yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. they were very impressive. Right, let's move on from Ronaldo, because I feel like we're feeding the beast. Uh, on a very, very small level. We will be abusing um, the hashtag this week too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hashtag car stalker. Into uh, a bit of kit chat. Oh. Yeah. Cool. We we uh, released our third kit this week and I just wanted to get uh, kit opinions off you. So we've, we've released uh, a lilac shirt. So plenty of... Pi- yeah, it is. Yeah, I did think you when I went in the club shop yesterday, not to buy it, I might add, but to go get something else. And there was... A lot of blokes wearing it, a lot of people wearing it, so clearly it's it's selling. I just wondered, for your clubs, how you feel about kits and things. Well, well, we've got a pink one at the minute, and uh, it's, gone down, they, it's gone down very well. And it's gone, you, it's gone down very well. Is it your second or your third? It's the away kit. 
So it's just straight yeah, up home away. Yeah, yeah and uh, yeah, there, it was there was a pink in Plymouth campaign sort of thing. Hashtag flying around at the weekend, and yeah, it's gone down really well. Hashtag Ronaldo. I'm not. Uh, I'm not the. I'm not <laughs> the biggest Carl fan Stalking. of it, but you know, we had a grey and pink one in the promotion year that I said was a monstrosity and ended up buying it because we won the league. So it does does happen. I just what what are Wednesday's away colours? Have you got like a set? You hope obviously blue and white. Well, you got just always. It, well, when I you know when I started going regular. Back when things were black and white mainly, but um, I we it, we it were almost some people would say it were almost a Leeds away kit, it yellow and blue. Oh, uh, was it? Okay, it was so yellow and blue. Colours. But then, you know, like every club does, you, you, you know, don't you have straight, a set home way, do you? No, they all, yeah. Well, no, the homes obviously it's like you guys with white. You know, the home well, no, always home, with yeah, white, and that's but the away. What's your you know, blue and white, black shorts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then, like the away kit, it, it strays away and then it tends to come back. But the last few years, we've had green, black, um, you but know, yeah, pink. But my point, I suppose, is that you don't have a set away no, then, really. No. So, so Lincoln don't really have a set. You obviously red and white home, but you haven't you haven't got a set away. Yeah, it's red all so, so yeah, nothing really can upset you, really. Can't you just do what they want? Really, no, as long as it's yeah. decent. This year's is fucking delightful. I love the, the blue, seasons, yeah. blue thing. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty smart, to be fair. But I mean, the home kit is fucking bang on as well, without the sponsors. That black one from a couple of years back was yeah, good. smart. But that's the thing. Black's always smart. Wrong with black. <clears throat> to be fair, it's decent. Got pretty smart, isn't it? We've yeah. had some bad ones over the years. The worst one was that um, Siemens yellow one where the shorts were a completely different colour. <laughs> that might have been budget more than anything else yeah. at the time. Okay. Imp Sport were the... Uh, they genuinely weren't even Kit remotely maker. close to the same colour. Mm. It's, it's it's difficult when you're a grown ass man to talk about kits. I just I, I suppose we we've got we've got a very traditional home in a very traditional way. We're probably one of the one of the rare ones. As someone who clubs. doesn't purchase kits because I think they're a waste of money, uh, how much are they these days? How much are you paying for a Lincoln's home shirt? How much do you reckon they are? Lincoln's home kit. So I, rem- I remember probably shirt. the last time I bought a Lincoln shirt, I reckon I paid thirty quid for it. I reckon. About 45 now. Keep going for some. 60 in the LN Road store. I, got, I get 10% off, but yeah, 60 quid. But it, someone, home shirt. But, and then talking about kits and brands and things, and that, is it Castor or Castore or whatever? Yeah, the yeah, Wolves, Wolves and Newcastle Wolves Rangers. And yeah, announced smart one kits, with, with um, England cricket as well. But the f- uproar in Newcastle about the price of some of the fucking off field gear. Oh, hoodies are 50 quid. I'm not paying 50 quid for a hoodie. Mate, genuinely, this is a hun- they're like 169 quid or something. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Honestly, when ridiculous. would you wear it? Exactly. I'm not paying that, pet. <laughs> You're fucking joking. Fucking joking, Lee. I'm after fucking Greg's. <laughs> I just don't get, like, you're a grown grown man. You don't have to wear a bloody football shirt. I wear them. Yeah, I know. I wear them. Point. I know you're directing that at me. Point proven. I wear them, yeah. No, I don't have a name and number on the back because I'm not a child, but I don't know, in a weird way, I just feel like it's one way of me supporting my club. I, 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 I tend to wear retro ones, to be fair. It's not, not very often I wear one of the new ones. I tend to wear me, me 95. Do you buy one every year? Uh, yeah, but again, I, I like to support the club. So I bought I bought two in the promotion year because they're special shirts, to be fair, because of the promotion. Uh, it was a while before that I'd bought any um, and I was buying quite a lot of retros. And I've got... All my old, my dad's old ones that I tend to wear um, that, that are retro and they mean something. But I, I like them. To be fair, I like I like collecting. I've got I've got loads. I've got must have 
over 40 shirts, I think. Are you a shirt buyer? I've got quite a few. Have I've you? got quite a few. But I mean, in terms of designs and stuff, the thing I find is that you can mess with the away kit a bit. Yeah. It, should it, be able it's to, allowed, yeah. 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 <laughs> but the home kit, mess with that. Oh, get ready. Yeah. We had one ready. with a tyre track down the middle and, and the, the hate and vitriol towards the club. Do you remember when the Cardiff did it? Changed it from, <laughs> was it from blue, blue to red? red. Oh, yeah. Mate, yeah. what are you doing to your club? I mean, yeah. that's, that was that mad bastard, wasn't it? Their owner. Vincent Tan, is it? Vincent Tan. That yeah. mad bastard. I mean, what are you doing, pal? Yeah, they, it, went, they went from bluebirds to a, a dragon, didn't that's they? That's basically like... How can I ask for so, my house to be set on fire? That's the owner turning the ranger shirt green, isn't it? Oh, yeah, or green and white. Oh, bloody hell, imagine them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, they're like blue, lads. Just and we're green we're at right now. It. While we're at it, we'll call ourselves the boys. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go green. Uh, we've signed uh, 20 new players, all Catholic. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's that at the back? Fucking hell, what's that going over my head? <laughs> Here's, here's one for you. So Man United, right? They they just got Ronaldo, but or somebody like you know, club buys hashtag Ronaldo. A, a, a buy hashtag car stalker. <laughs> a club buys an iconic player. This the the new owner comes in, buys an iconic player, chucks the money at the club. All the fans love it, and then goes. But as a as a consequence of that, we're changing from blue to red. Do you think fans would take it? But tell you what, you try and turn Leeds white to red just because we've signed a player. There'd be there'd be riots. <laughs> there'd be fucking riots. <laughs> You try, you try and change Villa to blue, just because they signed Greenish back. But, but that's what I'm saying. Somebody like that signs the equivalent of Messi and Ronaldo yeah. because the owner comes in and makes a massive thing of it. Do you think it would just, it ever be accepted? There'd be a percentage that would be fine with it because there's a percentage that are fine with everything at a football club. I mean, you must have seen it. Yeah, yeah. You, you've been non-league six years. Yeah, but... Sex and any old shit sent their way. Yeah, but again, on a personal level, if you change Lincoln's home kit to black and white, I'd be fucking fuming. You're right, isn't so, it? Yeah, exactly. So somebody wouldn't notice. He just turn up on the ground, get his pie after twelve gins, and his yellow seaman shirt. Of one eye, speaking fucking Mandarin. I don't drink at the football. It's a myth. No, you don't. No, you just missed uh, one of the most famous goals in Lincoln's history because you went for a piss because you'd had too much no, liquid. Watching a horse race. What was that liquid? <laughs> Um, what fucking water was it? What? Mandarin gin. Mandarin <laughs> gin. <laughs> yeah. I didn't miss the goal anyway. I was in the exit bit. I'll ask you then, uh, Tibsy, throw the question back to you. So you, you make it all the way back to the Premier League. You sign Erling Haaland and you're crazy. And he is crazy, your owner. He's mental. The tuna king. He goes, right, there's one thing, there's one thing we're going to do. We'll sign him. I've got the paperwork's ready. He's ready. He's at the airport. Sky tweeting about it. He's put his left bollock in his pants. We're going red and white. What happens? I'm, I'm going with you, same as what you yeah, would. Right. It wouldn't happen. That, like I said, because I know like a few years back, it, the, the owner got rid of stripes. He got rid of our stripes. I remember. Yeah. And, that, and that didn't go down that well. Was bad and then, enough. And then, yeah, exactly. And that's not that extreme um, in, in that, you know, I mean, and... Not only that, it, it sort of had echoes of a previous kit. Not a particularly good one, but it had echoes of a previous kit. Um, but, the, but the anger was such that it soon went back to stripes the year after. So let's take it to its furthest point, and it actually happens. And they really, and it's not an April Fool's. It's all, what, what do you think actually happens at Lincoln if you went black and white? Right. Uh, uh, Wednesday went red and white. Leeds, they went red. What would happen? Honestly, what would happen? Do you think? Do you think nothing? What could you do? I'm just, you I'm could, just fascinated. As, as a as a group, as a collective of fans, you could change that decision. 
you know, you'd reckon it just wouldn't ever it, get. It wouldn't get no. that far. What if they'd printed the, the, the kit, done the matter. promos? There, there, would, there would be a massive revolt against would it. You, would you think boycott? <clears throat> There'd be a boycott? Yeah, probably. So that, and that affects Smart Lincoln massively. As I'm, it, a, I'm a traditionalist. I just think people, you've got, it. you just have colours that are associated. Yeah, your club, club is, yeah. your club has colour. I, I, let's, let's have it right. The, the Cardiff thing's a very, very extreme example. It's not happened very often. It's rare. And they've gone back now, haven't they, to be fair? Yeah, exactly. But a lot yeah, of teams are, went back they were their, their nicknames are related to the colour. Like, a lot of mine. With the Like the other which, whites. Which, yeah. whites, which yeah. made it quite funny when, I'd have changed theirs and they've got the bluebirds. <laughs> the bluebirds. Playing in fucking red. Imagine yeah, watching that for the first time. Yeah. Why are they called the bluebirds? <laughs> Why colourblind? This makes no sense. It's <laughs> absolutely no sense. Shit oh, that's a good shout. Well. I forgot about the Zoom days. Now we've got your 1990s disco. The, like, the kids disco where they had them light boards on the front of the, the little disco stand that changed colour. That is literally all that reminds me of. Steel's disco around it. Yeah, yeah. Where you had like the quarters, no, it's like, I don't know, eighths of a square, wasn't it? Yeah. Just changed colour. You stood leaning against them, were you? Yeah. And a pop in one hand, pony in the other. Yeah. (laughs) The buffet's open, the buffet's open. (laughs) (laughs) Big shout to Jenny in year nine. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> DJ Dave. <laughs> Here and now. Pick that panda pop up. It's on the floor. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Hold on, I'm just going to knee slide. Look at Mr. Jones dancing. <laughs> I'm going knee slide. Leave that in. You've got to leave that in. You've got to leave that in. I'll try and edit it, but fuck no. <laughs> God bless the equipment. Let's close this fucker out. You have been listening to another episode of Gone Off on a Tangent. We hope you enjoy it. Keep the social interaction coming. Uh, I've been Adam Starks. He's been Dan Taylor. Good evening. He's been Carl Stubbs. Good night, DJ Dave. Once again, he's been Terry Tips. (laughs) See you next week. Ciao.